Well, I guess that wasn't the last episode. From the highways of America, here's the podcast where we talk politics, a little entertainment, some culture, and this and that, from the road to your ears. This is Trend Chat with your host, Brian Bledsoe. Hello and welcome to Trend Chat with Brian Bledsoe. I am your host, Brian Bledsoe. And I actually don't even know where you can hear all this. I know we're on Anchor. And that's uh, actually, that kind of goes into one reason why we're back. But we're on Anchor, Spotify, uh, Google, Apple, iHeartRadio, Amazon. I know those in particular, but everywhere else. And wherever you're listening, thank you for coming back and listening to the continuation of trend chat which is as much of a surprise to you as it is to me because <laughs> i was not planning to come back if you see the last episode it says finale <laughs> that means in which i thought that was in but here i am a year and a half from that episode and back behind the mic again so i guess I could just get into it right now as far as why I'm coming back. Um, one reason is, is what I mentioned already that now we are on Anchor, and one of the amazing details features of this <laughs> of this platform is that it's free, and I already have all my episodes on on here on Anchor, and everything was already just sitting right there not being used i mean i already have the mic i mean and everything and the the i don't have like a huge production studio um i just have a mic and that's it really but i i at least have that and the infrastructure has already been built from transferring everything from spreaker to uh, to here on anchor so really just sitting here doing nothing and and I, and again it's free <laughs> I guess to kind of let you know, I before the podcast on when it was on Spreaker, um, it was it was something I had to pay for each month, and that was becoming increasingly um, more and more of a uh, issue. So, so now, um, and we moved over to Anchor like as soon as the last episode dropped, but um, but yeah, so that's one reason. Also, the motivation has changed in this sense especially for i guess i guess if you want to call it this new season of trend chat now i have no idea how long this is gonna last <laughs> and that's nothing i get into later on as well so my motivation right now is honestly i'm just doing it for me to speak into the mic and if someone likes it great <laughs> but as long as this is free and i have a microphone and have the time i'm just going to use it it's nothing for me to get to talk to you through um this platform on wherever you're listening on google apple iheart or amazon so i was like well again just like when i started the podcast i mean i was already pretty much having these thoughts in my head about whatever i'm going to talk about so why not just put it on a podcast i guess and just whatever and that's another thing because my motivation back then the first time was like well maybe something may come out of it i may you know get 
hired to do it full time or whatever like that and I, and I was kind of pushing towards um something like that which that is not the case now this is i mean to be completely honest is this is for me really <laughs> um and if people like it great if not oh well <laughs> unless they're gonna kick me off of anchor or spotify or whatever i mean whatever so <laughs> so that's uh that's another reason <laughs> another reason you know paying for conferences like cpac and um just any of these big political conferences um uh they're expensive <laughs> to to go as an attendee and you know it's a whole lot cheaper if i just talk about whatever conference that i go to and go for free <laughs> i mean i'm well i'm half joking about that to be honest <laughs> but i mean yeah why not i mean, i already have um some i guess some rapport with some of these organizations that i'm going to anyway because they knew i did the podcast before and they already you know i guess know my credentials so it wouldn't it's not a um it's not like someone new that they don't know and i can just get a media credential and, and go and just come on here and talk about it like i would do in any way about you know like america fest with turn upon usa that i went to uh, last month and so yeah <laughs> that beats paying um you know to go to these conferences so i mean why not again i already got a platform so why not use it so and also however small big or small my <clears throat> voice was in amongst all podcasts i, I can <clears throat> i could just imagine I, I forgot what was the stat i think it was like uh maybe like a billion podcasts i forgot what it was it might not be a billion it might be a million i don't know but it's like a lot of podcasts out there and i mean with the how easy it is to start one i'm, I'm not surprised because i mean look <coughs> look at me all i have is a mic and a phone and and anchor so it's really pretty easy for anyone to, to start a podcast thing is it just like if how long you're going to continue doing it um and i guess how much fun you have so but uh yeah <laughs> so with that i mean like i said i don't know how many we have i could cause i see myself on a list and i'm probably <laughs> i would say i'm probably at the bottom of it <laughs> of how of of the list of podcasts i ain't talking about just commentary or whatever like that. i'm not all podcasts of any sort so um but but yeah i mean however big big or small my voice is in in this as i'm out again I, why not use it you know that's another thing where people were asking me hey uh like are you still doing a podcast i'm like i mean over the past year and a half and i would say no and i stopped back in june of 2021 and all that and uh so but yeah <clears throat> um i mean i don't have the podcast pages which goes into the next reason um or i guess the next change i would say um going forward with uh with the podcast is that um you know another thing so i'm going let's go into the changes right so one change and it's kind of this one change kind of encapsulates a lot of other things around it that going forward i'm not gonna do uh, do things that stress me out <laughs> and 
I, I'm going to mention some of them, and I guess when you hear it, it'll be like, why why did that stress you out? I mean, it's, it's nothing, but it, it did for the time when I was doing it before. So I'm not doing none of that. Matter of fact, one thing that w was stressing me out, and I actually caught myself doing it right now before I started this <laughs> this episode, and I had to catch myself say, nope, I'm not doing that. I said I was going to not do stuff to stress me out. And they, it came down to like the, the intro, right? So you heard this intro and obviously it was different from what I had before. Now I wanted to play the same intro before, but um, that's another thing where on here on Anchor, I um, I was didn't know how the platform works as far as recording and all that. And then when I found out I had to re-edit the old um, intro and then put it in and then I was thinking about well now I gotta down you know download the app again to edit it and make it sound right then I caught myself I'm like nope not doing that I'm just gonna go with the intro that they have on this platform and just go forward with it I'm not gonna go into all that and yeah so I had to catch myself right off the bat about that so so, so I mean just because you heard that intro it's probably going to be um going to be a, a number of different sounding intros and it's just going to be kind of whatever so i would just say this because i'm definitely not going to have a um a schedule because i remember when i first started trend chat it, it was supposed to be tuesday and thursday at seven o'clock 7 p.m that's <laughs> And that whittled away pretty quickly. It went down to Tuesday. Then it went out just Thursday. Then it went out to just whenever I feel like getting on the getting on the mic. But um, in this case, I would just say for anyone that's listening, the best way to keep up with our podcast going forward is to subscribe to whatever platform that you're listening, to, um, whatever outlet you're listening to, whether it's Google, uh, Spotify, Apple, um, Anchor, or Amazon or what or wherever you listen to me right now just subscribe it's free you don't have to pay anything but but you will get a notification about when the next episode is up so that is one other thing that's all this is under the not stressing me out part another another thing um and I I don't know how how you all that are listening are gonna feel about this but it's just the case uh, I'm not doing any more episode descriptions at least not any long ones put it that way that's another thing that you stress me out i couldn't stand writing a description about whatever the episode was so it is going to be nothing there or if it is going to be there it's probably gonna be nothing but hashtags about whatever topics i talked about it's just gonna be ha it may the most you'll probably see is gonna be topics and then hashtag whatever so hashtag america fest hashtag g3 hashtag biden crack pipes or whatever like that that's all that's going to be in the, in the description because that's another thing that used to just uh and that's me like i said <clears throat> someone listening could easily probably write a description and it might be something they actually enjoy but for me that was just uh i couldn't stand writing descriptions and also i see i got that from if you read a lot about um these i guess what you call um uh i guess to to grow your podcast one of the rules of that is that 
you should put the a description in your episode so people can find your episode and stuff like that. Another thing that they, one of those, I guess, tips were um, to put a, a, a compelling um, episode title, right? That's another thing I'm not doing anymore. I ain't saying I ain't gonna never do it, but I'm just saying I'm not gonna put as much stress on myself to make a a, a witty, compelling <laughs> um, title to whatever episode. This like this episode is episode 201. I ain't. That's it. That's that's the name of the episode. So if I think of something, okay, maybe. But yeah, I'm not gonna rack my brain trying to get some title on there some catchy or whatever like that no it's gonna nope not doing that <laughs> just gonna keep this pretty much as simple as possible and just go forward from there so um i guess now we've gotten all that out of the way one thing i wanted to guess have some breaking news i get by the time you hear this you probably already have heard about it probably i don't know how much they're going to advertise it um but blexit so i was from the the last episode you know i was part of blexit texas and i'm still part of blexit texas actually i have a little more to um to say about blexit texas uh, later on but right now i just want to make this big announcement that the next Blexit Live event with Candace Owens, Brandon Tatum, uh, Larry Older, and others will be in Houston, Texas on February 11th at Warehouse Live, downtown Houston. So I just want to put that out there. Now, they've already made it public, so I'm, I'm guessing I'm not, you know, stepping outside of my lane here because they, they did make it public today. Um, as far as on Eventbrite, as far as tickets being on sale. Now, so if um, if anyone that are listening want to get tickets uh, tickets for Blexit Live with Candace Owens and Brandon Tatum and um, Larry Elder, I think uh, Will Witt uh, and others that will be announced later, uh, just send me a message on here or or just um, you know on my pages. The only trend chat page that. Is still open is on Facebook. So Trend Chat with Brian Bledsoe. Uh, we did away with the we did away with the Twitter and Instagram pages before I finished the first time. But yeah, so that's another thing. I'm not creating multiple um, pages to try to keep up with. Uh, I mean, on top of with Blexit Texas and staying on top of that and everything. That's another thing. I'm not just gonna you know add more stress by. Um, doing all of that i don't know if y'all hear that train but there's a train going by but <laughs> but um that's another thing so yeah i am still on the road i'm still driving all over 48 states right now i'm in my home well home my, my birth state <laughs> of alabama um near birmingham right now as i record so yeah so still on the road still doing that and and other things and i guess we can get into a i guess a short it's a kind of a short list because i'm not going to like stay on talk about all these topics because I, I do want to kind of talk about what has happened since i've been gone now i can't go over everything but I, there were some things that kind of stood out that i want to get into and just uh, just mention basically 
And I guess it's kind of a bit of a recap, a little bit of 2022 and uh, a little bit of 2021 as well. Um, I guess I might well just start off with this. It's not in chronological order, but I'm going to start with this since I've been talking about Blexit. So um, since the, the last episode, I think I can't remember what was I at in 2021 for Blexit, Texas at that time. I think I was still an advisor, I think. Either way. Since then, I think I was still an advisor. If I wasn't, I can't remember. Um, so it was an advisor for for Blexit Texas. So I've been with them um, uh, on the leadership team since the inception of the Blexit Texas uh, chapter in 2020. And so, um, hmm. and trying to think. Yeah, so been an advisor for most of that time. Then became media director for a short period. Actually, I don't know. I might, might have already been media director by that time, by the time I finished. But uh, but now I can say I am, <laughs> even now, just, just saying this now, but I am the state director for Blexit, Texas at this at the time of recording right now. Um, I, <laughs> I was approached by being state director from the beginning when when pierre wilson was putting this together and at that time i when i looked at the roles and responsibilities i knew that i didn't have the time to do the job effectively so i said could you you know is there any other position that um that i would feel comfortable uh, being a part because i want to be a part but i know i didn't want to jump on and say yeah i'll take it on and knowing good and well i didn't have the time or would not be able to serve the way that they would like me to according to their um roles and responsibilities that they that they had at the time so that's when i became an advisor and that's what i was for a long time and when um and well i guess middle of last year around june uh may or june and we've uh we've had some you know had some people come and go here and there and like I said, I've been there for the whole time, just kind of been seeing that. And um, and it came around the time in uh, around June to where they asked, you know, why I consider being the state director. Again, I was still going off of what was the um, previous, um, I guess, roles and I mean, the responsibilities that a state director um, is responsible for. And I thought, okay, well, I still can't do it because I, I still I'm not able to be in state or be in person more than most because, again, because I'm a truck driver and I drive, you know, across the country. But one thing that has happened because of you know COVID and everything with the with the pandemic, it changed the some of those. Um, some of those duties were was changed to where you don't have to be in person for um, these things. You can conduct as like a Zoom call or a Teams call on Microsoft or whatever. So, um, so since some of that has changed, I was it was easier for me to to accept and said yes. Yeah, so, so yeah. Long story short, yep. Now I'm state director of Blexit Texas, and again, kind of going back to that event that's coming up. February 11th so you know as as a state director I you know it's my job I need to keep promoting that February 11th 
Candace Owens, Brandon Tatum, Larry Elder, Will Witt, and others to be announced later in downtown Houston on February 11th. Get your tickets. And the tickets, well, tickets are available on the Blixit Facebook page. I know right now. I already saw that. And also on Blexit Texas face, uh, Facebook page as well. So, yeah. So, that's, well, like, like I said, it's not chronological in the, from that sense. But I'm going to try to stay somewhat chronological for the rest of this. Because and, and I'm not going to go on and on about each one of these. But it just stuff that stuck out to me at least. So, Brittany Griner. Well, by the time I ended it in... I think she just went to prison in Russia and now she's already out. So, um, and yeah, I, <laughs> the fact that what the prisoner uh, trade for, for, for Brittany Griner, who, who was actually doing something illegal. Now, don't get me wrong. The, the punishment seemed very, you know, excessive for what she did. But again, she's visiting another country, and <clears throat> if you're going to another country, then you have to take that responsibility as far as what's, you know, what their laws and what their, you know, what could happen if you do whatever at an, in another country, and yeah, and then, <laughs> and then they decided to do a a swap for someone who was basically a arms dealer one of the most notorious and deadliest uh, arms dealer to let her go for doing something that she had no business doing in the first place and <laughs> but i can only imagine how the biden administration felt that about that i mean i know a lot of people brought up the fact that they um had someone else that was there even longer than her and didn't let him out one I can imagine Russia probably thinking because they know what's uh, what's going on over here and uh, about this particular administration and how they're um, they're quote unquote they're so woke and <laughs> where they wouldn't want I mean the the PR nightmare that would have happened <clears throat> by <laughs> by them releasing a white man. <laughs> before releasing the a, a, a white straight man put it that way and meanwhile leaving a, a black lesbian <laughs> over there yeah Biden administration saw I, I'm pretty sure they had talks and how that will look the optics of that now if we were talking about a President Trump I don't think he would have cared about that <laughs> He would have got he would have got the other guy out and told Brittany like look look we we working on it, but I mean again you did you did you know bring the haddish the oil with you you the one that you the one put yourself in this position I mean look I, yeah we know you do, it's excessive excessive as far as the punishment and everything but yeah but yeah we we working on it so but anyway so yeah that so but yeah but that has came and gone now so so. Again, I'm, I mean, I'm glad she's out. Don't get me wrong. Uh, now, what we had to do to get her out, so it's un, it's un, unfortunate. I'll put it that way. Um, I just hope it don't come back to bite us later on. Um, next thing, 
is a I would say America Fest. Only reason because I went to America Fest last year, well, two years, well, 2021. Put it away. I went to America Fest in 2021, and I also went to America Fest in 2022. And I must say, Turn Point USA, they put on such a great conference. The production is just top notch, and um, the organization, everything is just. Um, it, it, it's spectacular. I, I just like how everything was um, put together. And one thing that I um, was thinking about is that I know some people ask about like, like what is America Fest? So like first when they asked me that, I will say like, so have you been to CPAC? And if they, if they have, then I'll say basically just a younger CPAC. <laughs> it's a CPAC for, for a younger generation. Uh, and then I, I would say the opposite to someone that hasn't been to CPAC and that has been to America Fest. I'm like, CPAC is just an older, <laughs> an older America Fest. <laughs> but they pretty much are kind of structured the same way. Um, it just, I like the music at America Fest better than, C, than CPAC. I mean, and you know, you don't, you, you're not going to have country concerts at CPAC, even though I don't know. I'm surprised they don't because I mean, I mean, I don't know why, you know, country would, would play well there at CPAC as well. But, um, but yeah, but you know, they have these, there's one thing that I mentioned, uh, in, uh, last month when I was in, uh, Phoenix, that's where America Fest is held in Phoenix, Arizona in late December. And they, for both years they had these country concerts and i would tell people when it's uh when it's time for the country for the concerts i was like well this is my um yearly dose of country music i mean now i'm not trying to you know <laughs> talk bad about country music look i don't have a problem i'm just saying i just don't have a lot of it in my library but i will listen to it it's not something like where i just you know <laughs> well i just like is disgusted by it. No, I like I like country music when it's on. Uh, I like that I just don't have it, you know, on my playlist. But I will listen to it when I'm at at America Fest. So I'm like, okay, I'll watch the concert. I mean, I'm paying for it too. So, um, so yeah, if I'm pretty sure they're gonna do it, you know, this year, 2023. So I would uh, highly recommend anyone to that's listening to go to America Fest. And I'm guessing it's gonna be in the same place for the same time, late December of um, 2023 in Phoenix, Arizona. So yeah, I'm looking forward to going back again. This time having a media pass because <laughs> here I am on, you know, on it now. Oops, I have dropped my trusty tablet. Okay, back up. There you go. All right. <clears throat> Hey guys, this is Morgan Zegers, the founder and CEO of Young Americans Against Socialism. We are a nonprofit organization working to preserve a free, fair, and prosperous America for generations to come, all by equipping our generation with the truth about socialism. If you're interested in watching our educational videos, donating to the cause, joining the Ask Coalition, or becoming a contributor, you can do all of these things at fightsocialism.org. We hope you'll join us in this crucial fight for the future of our great country. Thanks! Hey everybody, it is Chad Prather, host of the Chad Prather Show. You are listening to Trend Chat with my man, Brian Bledsoe. Come on with it. So, one thing, the, 
I was interviewed last year, I think, um, by a, a Dallas, uh, what was it, Dallas Express, I think, yeah. And they wanted to talk about these Biden crack pipes. They want to talk about these safe smoking kits that the Biden administration was um, looking to give out to um, to drug addicts, basically. And then, you know, I did the interview and I <laughs> I had a couple of words about it. That's something you can um, if you go to trenchat 247com I think the link is still in there. If you want to read that article back when that was going on. But um one thing out of that i did notice that um once that <laughs> once that article was uh, published there was like one of those fat checkers <laughs> that put on there talking about yeah it wasn't it was not crack pipes in those kits and then after you read the the language the fine print and then when you actually got the kit right there in front of your face was a crack pipe so there <laughs> As much as they want to try to dismiss it and try to save Joe Biden as the media, media loves to try to, you know, spin whatever to make Joe Biden look look um, somewhat competent. So, <laughs> but, yep, they were there. And speaking of Joe Biden, I mean, another thing that's happened since uh, <laughs> since our last episode, I mean, fuel prices, inflation has increased. I mean, there was a time here I am as a, as a truck driver where you know fuel was like five dollars everywhere <laughs> um and i mean it's come down a little bit but i mean even still it, it's still pretty high right now i mean i, I just paid for 465 in mississippi today and so yeah it's it's gone down but not by a lot so um that's that's been going on it's still going on inflation and everything i don't expect the biden administration to do anything about it um as for especially as far as fuel goes i mean this is the this administration definitely is more in favor of people not using fuel anyway to try to de de uh, desensitize um <laughs> uh people from um from using fuel getting an electric car even though they probably don't want you to get a tesla but they want you to get an electric car just not a tesla because they can't they hate elon musk because now he owns twitter so and um yeah but um yeah if they can get you off of fuel they don't care, they really don't care about the prices being high because they you know that's they would like you to use less fuel so if if we can keep it high now they wouldn't say that it, well sometimes some they you know every now and then they actually do say it but um but yeah yeah they, like i said they, they they want you on solar power wind power anything but fuel because you know again this even goes further and because of you know crazy environmentalists and climate change and everything and and they're wanting to use climate change as another vehicle to try to strip away your freedom just like <laughs> They did a great job. And look, as much as I disagree with it, I mean, they did a great job as far as getting people, um, you know, with everything with the pandemic, with COVID and everything. A lot of that worked. A lot of people fell in line on, on, with that. So, and, you know, with, the, with mass mandates and everything and um, vaccine passports. I mean, that's not going away, even though it, it may, it, it hasn't happened or a lot of it was kind of, brushed on under the rug but it's going to come back this is not over um 
and it's just kind of one of those things where you have to stay vigilant and understand and watch what's going on but um yeah so but yeah i guess we'll whenever i guess whenever the next thing comes up that's where we'll talk about we'll bring it up when it when the time comes so also first of what was the it was like late it was what was it late 2021 when beta white died that was like right before 100th birthday i just remember that yeah that was huh like really thought she was gonna make it she's kind of one of those people where you like uh what like keith richards i think thought she was gonna never gonna die um uh, but yeah keith richards still alive though still kicking i mean yeah but uh also <laughs> uh we had the will smith slap at the oscars that that was crazy i didn't watch the oscars and i don't think i did <laughs> i just saw the slap i don't i know i didn't watch the whole thing at least but yeah but <laughs> will smith slapping chris rock <laughs> um yeah and then you know afterwards it was all about was it real or was it, was it staged or whatnot i mean I, whatever if i don't know if it was or wasn't <laughs> It was, it was a moment. Let's put it that way. And Will Smith, I think she, I think he has like a movie coming out called Emancipation and some like that. They say it's pretty good, but now he's been banned from winning an Oscar for like five years or something like that. So all from that slap. I mean, look, you can't be just going up slapping people on the stage because they made fun of your wife. I mean, if that was the case. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to say that president. Let's put it that way, because yeah, a lot of comments <laughs> will get worse than slap. Put it that way. And another thing, and this, <laughs> um, there was a leak about the upcoming decision on Roe v. Wade that was um, put out to to the media, and, and that leak, and no, well, <laughs> trying to think. You know, that's another thing about another change about this podcast I've mentioned too is that we're we're not um gonna be editing too much. <laughs> so a lot of this is gonna be one take. Well it's pretty much all gonna be one take. I'm that's another thing I'm not gonna stress over. Um if I'm messing up something, look, it's just all gonna go it's gonna be pretty unfiltered, <laughs> put it that way. And um yeah. I have my tablet with the little things that I'm little topics, but just other than that, that's about it. And if something, if I mess up somewhere, oh, well, <laughs> that's another thing. We're just going to keep on going. And so whoever was responsible for that leak, um, they never did. Uh, well, I said they never found out. I think <laughs> I'm pretty sure no, someone knows, but they're, uh, that's never going to get, uh, revealed not by the media now if because the fact that this whole leak happened that was something that they actually encouraged and was actually happy ha um that to come about as a way to try to persuade the justices because the leak showed that that roe v wade was going to be overturned so of course they would like to get that to try to put pressure on those judges to change their mind because i mean media loves killing babies just put it that way um 
and you know democrats all them they, they they love they they want to kill babies and i don't care how you feel about that if you want to make oh well it's it's because of this social socioeconomic status not, not no no straight up you're killing babies and that's what that's basically what you want to happen and you use every excuse to try to make it seem like okay well it's okay to kill a child and a lot of people in the media are have no problem with that and also in a lot of major corporations so anyway yeah when that leak came out they were like great we can use it to try to pressure them to change their mind and whatnot and you know keep the um keep the babies dying so basically like that but anyway that did not happen because man june 24th <laughs> um of last year roe v wade was finally overturned oh uh, i tell you um it was something i i never thought was going to happen to be honest i really didn't think in my lifetime that roe v wade was going to be overturned i didn't think regardless of the justices that were in there had the um the stones <laughs> the um the fortitude to overturn something that is one so divisive and and something that is um that would definitely whoever side especially the side that overturn it that a lot of their legacy is going to be kind of based on this particular one uh, decision and I've said, said before that this decision is um, saved the most lives directly it, this decision directly saved the most lives than any decision that the Supreme Court have, has ever made and I say directly because again we're talking about abortion which something that directly kills a human life innocent human life is killed because of abortion now you can talk about other decisions that may affect lives indirectly but this right here directly affects someone's life and it's a life or death decision that that was put down and i i can't express how grateful i am that that actually happened and just because it happened that doesn't change anything because um now that this decision has happened it doesn't abolish ab abortion across the country it just has moved the decision to the states so now um in a lot of the democrat states or liberal blue states like california um new york illinois something like you know those states like they're going to be um, just basically sanctuaries for killing children and meanwhile you have red states like texas and florida and whatnot that would um, actually protect the unborn and so that's where the fight is now on the state level so yeah yeah so it doesn't it hasn't stopped as far as the uh, persistence and to continue to protect life and try to protect the unborn it just has moved to another level and we should still continue um, to fight in that now Kyle Rittenhouse uh, th matter of fact this was this was 2021 but I remember uh, the, the verdict for Kyle Rittenhouse being um, uh, 
Phillips being not guilty. The reason I remember that because right after the verdict came out, uh, about a week or two later, he was at America Fest with Turners Point USA in Phoenix, and he um, he did like a uh, like an interview with Charlie Kirk, I think, yeah, on stage and all that. And it was just kind of surreal. Like this dude was just on trial, <laughs> right? And um and and was you know and the verdict came down to being not guilty and and yeah that i mean yeah that was that that was kind of surreal too and in, in seeing that now <clears throat> this other <laughs> this other thing like with ukraine this um ongoing i guess <laughs> atm of the united states giving money to ukraine and like we just had what Zelensky over here and basically ask for more money and we're just we're just um bending over just giving him anything he wants really <laughs> um and meanwhile i know the one thing that kind of stands out and i know there's not a lot of other things but as much as we are giving to ukraine and like i said this is just one example but i know there's others but the one that sticks out to me is that the much money we have given to ukraine to protect um their borders or protect how um their side of of their fight pales in comparison to how much um trump was asking to to build a wall here <laughs> and this was somewhere you have Democrats and Republicans that were saying, "Oh, we, well, that's too much, too much money to secure our own borders," and that was a drop in the bucket compared to what we've been giving to Ukraine the past year or so. So, but um, <laughs> that kind of shows where both, well, both Democrats and Republicans, because there's a lot of Republicans who who want that cheap labor too like there's a lot of republicans who want the cheap labor of legal Im uh, legal immigrants and also you have democrats that want the want the votes they want to you know make up citizens and have them to vote so i think it's very i've mentioned this before it's very short-sighted to where the the Repub the republicans that actually are not wanting to fight illegal immigration because they in are in favor of the cheap labor on uh, cheap labor are very short-sighted in seeing that okay okay yeah you might get the cheap labor but they also you're gonna they're gonna vote against <laughs> against you you know in a lot of these cases some of these business owners a lot of them will maybe be republican but they're too again too short-sighted and just wanting to to not realize that how not fighting the legal immigration is going to can hurt you in the end. Now that being said, um, you know the Hispanic vote has shifted a lot. It, it's nowhere near the percentage of the black vote. Put it that way. Where you had a black vote is like ninety five percent Democrat. Still, um, in the case of Hispanics, it's kind of it's it's like 70 30 now and it's seemed to be shifting a little bit and not so much talking about in particular in the people who are coming here illegally and more so from people who have been here legally and are also and are seeing this as well so maybe i tell you this a lot would change if uh 
if the percentages start dwindling down to where it's like 50 50 um 50 50 and where <laughs> all of a sudden democrats gonna be like all gonna be all for you know securing the border then so <laughs> so yeah uh, uh Alec Baldwin shot someone and well killed someone on set because he didn't adhere to basic firearm safety so <laughs> that happened and he's kind of pretty much kind of getting away with it well I mean he hasn't I think as far as the trial going on but yeah that's happened um yeah just basic firearm safety would have um, prevented that especially for someone that used that love to talk about gun control and all that and like he 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 couldn't just basically adhere to anything to a basic firearm procedure and got someone killed so uh monkey pops happened came and left so it just like it was like it was going to be the next COVID, but they just kind of came and next thing you know i guess people just they didn't fall for that like they did for COVID. not next thing you know they just kind of like okay well let's not um and then it, i guess when you start seeing where a certain demo, demographic was more affected by it then they didn't want to talk about it no more but um so yeah that came and went now uh there was a there were a number of um shootings that happened across the country which is not um uh, not a surprise unfortunately but did, we did have one in uvalde texas and again after a shooting like that then you had um people that were out wanting to again use that tragedy for gun control and wanting to again um yeah use it for any any and everything to try to infringe on um second amendment rights and i mentioned that because a week later the nra had their convention in houston which you know i mean it's not close but it still was in texas and i just remember the first day whoo wow it was um there was a lot of protesters across the street <laughs> um there's a park across the street from the convention center and there was a whole lot of people out there uh i think beta o'rourke was out there too and um yeah and i remember going around the building <laughs> and when i went came around the corner i just saw all these sea of people and you know basically wanting to use the tragedy that happened in uvalde to try to shame everyone that came to the convention to the annual meetings and also to push gun control also for beto o'rourke to try to because this was also in the midst of him running for governor and thankfully he lost in that um to to someone i took someone i would prefer over better or work i just put it that way because i didn't vote for abbott in the primary but you know he won so i'd rather have him than beto so i'm glad he won <laughs> to put it that way but yeah that was um like i said after the first day it was it, it really calmed down after after that the next couple of days were kind of just just a few people out there um but yeah again like i said just using any tragedy to try to push push forward to try to take away your guns and again i'm not i'm not going to sugarcoat it because at the, at the end of the day that's what they want 
they can try to say we want to take this gun or that gun and, and it just it's just a gradual you know progression to at the end of the day they just want to take all your guns and want to basically you, you to be um defenseless and just be at the at hand and foot of the government and just be yeah have them for your protection and that's what they want to be they, and they don't care as much for what happens to people that maybe would uh would need guns because maybe they don't have uh law enforcement in that area or whatever but you know that's a small price to pay for being able to you know strip people <laughs> strip citizens of their uh their right to to bear arms so uh johnny depp <laughs> i just have this on my list but yeah the johnny depp amber heard trial that that captured the the nation's attention for a while <laughs> i actually saw like watch the stream of the verdict just because um yeah it was yeah that was a that was a wild wild trial to watch um you know we're talking about a divorce really i mean or what the defamation trial whatever like that but i mean just like <laughs> it really it was it was just funny to see how how many people were the nation basically was captivated by, um, by that trial so um well yeah y'all were to mention about elon elon owning twitter and um leftist progressives there i mean i would not call elon uh, a conservative at all <laughs> but the fact that he's not a progressive or not a democrat i guess or not someone that is on that's um on their side in that sense just because of that like, he is considered a, a threat to humanity because he owns twitter <laughs> um and anyone like that especially anyone with any sort of influence especially someone that is one of the richest you know men in the world um anyone like that that is not towing the line of basically being a, a progressive, a leftist, or like I said, a Democrat, basically in, in in this in this country or whatever, um, is considered evil, basically. And yeah, and they don't want that, and so they just try to make it seem like him by him owning Twitter is just the uh, worst in the world, and is just and is literally uh, killing people in their mind. <laughs> uh, so I saw my first Yankees game. That's just personal. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess if you don't know, I, I mean, I was a, a Yankees fan. I can't really say I'm a fan of really of any of these teams, really. Um, I mean, a lot of this, I've been very uh, uh, disinterested in sports in general because of all the woke nonsense and all these sport, major sports leagues. So, I mean, but yeah, I'm still... I'm a I'm a light casual fan of all of them put of the of the teams I've that I liked you know growing up so um, I mean as much as I'm a a Lakers fan but I and LeBron James but it just all his his politics is just makes it not makes me not even I really don't like watching the Lakers he's a great player you know. He's one one of the greatest, really. He's a, a, tre a tremendous talent, 
But yeah, it just he's kind of he's one of those insufferable people that I just can't stand to hear him talk about anything like stuff. Like I'm mean, just shut up. <laughs> um, literally, kind of like what Laura Ingram said, he made that into a series. Like when she said something similar to like "shut up and dribble," and I kind of feel the same way. And then he turned that into a series. <laughs> and it's funny, he when um. He turned that into a series because Laura Ingram said that about him, about LeBron James. And then with Kyrie Irving had his statements about the vaccines or whatever, or whatever. Um, I didn't see LeBron. Well, he kind of, he, he kind of came to the defense. I mean, but he, you know, I'm pretty sure he's not going to make a series about that. About, because there was a lot of people that was telling Kyrie now the way he should just shut up and just you know stop talking about this and like oh but you know you have someone like lebron james and want to yap his mouth about all everything that goes on and you don't tell him to shut up like like i said he made a series about it because people were telling him to shut up so anyway <clears throat> queen elizabeth died <laughs> um i was actually um when the funeral um that day i was back at my parents house and they was i was just watching the casket go around um, I think it was, uh, I guess it was London before they was going to bury and all that. Um, I really don't have much else to say other than that. I mean, I, I, to be quite honest, I've, when I found out, I thought she was already dead. <laughs> I, I mean, not that I mean, make it funny, but I really like, oh, I thought she was already dead. But, um, but yeah. Then that you know news about that came out and then now you know how the lineage moves in the royal family and everything like that again not really something i care about because you know that's something we settled back in 1776 so <laughs> but we don't really have to care about royal family and all that which is funny but i do think a lot of people here would actually prefer a king over here i think that's kind of goes into the fascination of um of people that really like the royal family, like to keep up with it. I think a lot of that comes down to where, to the fact that they actually kind of would like like a king, <laughs> where they wouldn't have to even care about being involved and knowing anything about their about the government, because uh, kings take care of all of it. So I don't have to be um, burdened with knowing the inner workings of the government and all that, and they can do whatever they want to me. <laughs> basically <laughs> because you couldn't do anything about it because the king would be involved I mean you have some say but not nearly as much say you have here as far as when you when you vote but um but yeah anyway uh, Kanye has has fallen far off the deep end <laughs> at this point um that being said I still will say he has the right to say what he wants I am not for canceling him or to censoring him. I'm just saying he could, he should be able to say what he wants. I mean, whether you agree with it or not, that's up to you. But yeah, um, definitely not going to fall in line with, like with all these. You know, you have a uh, even some conservatives that want to, you know, cancel him. But yeah, um, but I'm yeah, he should whatever he wants to talk about if he wants to praise whoever and and wants to go talk about you know jews whatever whatever like okay if you don't like it 
out, you don't have to listen to them. Simple as that. Uh, 2022 midterms were disappointing, even though um, Nancy Pelosi is no longer Speaker of the House. Um, but things could have been a whole lot better for conservatives if if the same people that talk about unity in the Republican Party actually, you know, um, did what they what they tell us as conservatives to do whenever whenever their establishment candidate wins the primary they're the first one to say well we should come together as one in the party to defeat democrats or whatever like that but whenever their candidate loses then all of a sudden they don't care about unity and they basically just turn on whoever that candidate is or just don't support them financially and leave them out in the cold to fend for themselves and yeah in a lot of cases that's kind of what happened in midterms because their um their uh, their candidate didn't win so they were like well okay well we're not going to support you and basically we're going to trash you so so yeah um one thing i'm just now noticing i didn't know here on anchor now i have have just an hour so i'm about to run out of time which is fine because i'm basically at the end so um but now that i know that it says uh yep maximum recording time for segments is 60 minutes i think i can just split this up into a segment but i'm not gonna do that because i actually thought i was gonna do this for 30 minutes but here i am almost at an hour but that's how it is i don't i don't suspect the next episodes whenever i do them are going to be this long really because i was kind of just catching everyone up to what i've been up to since i've been gone so i don't expect any of this honestly i think this probably the next episodes from here on out probably going to be maybe 10 15 minutes if that <laughs> um that's going to be a change because if you know the, the last episode was three hours so <laughs> but um but yeah i got three minutes to talk about the last thing i had on here which is just <laughs> which is just funny to me <laughs> which which is that i quit facebook dating <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i was on facebook dating for a while trying to trying to find a date <laughs> and i got tired of that and i quit it just was not worth it it just got tiresome to be honest <laughs> yeah it's i mean to try to find a christian conservative woman that could under that kid handle the aspects of my job being on the road like i am and all that and also be supportive of the fact of me being involved politically like i put all that together it makes the dating pool like really really sh shallow <laughs> so um so yeah so i just like oh forget it <laughs> i'm tired of this but um but yeah that's basically been what's been going on with me f since the last episode in june 2021 so we will be back one day <laughs> uh I, I like i said i'm not going to put out a schedule i'm not going to say when the next one's coming up because i honestly don't know so i appreciate you listening to this episode this new episode um on this i guess new season of uh, direction for trend chat and until next time i'll chat with you later